Welcome to Wednesday, the Wednesday segment of the Empowering Women Across Generations podcast. This is the Wednesday series, Build a Renewed You in 2022. My name is Laura, also known as the Health Huntress, and this is my podcast. Today is a new month that I'm recording this, and so that means we are on to a new topic in the uh, Build a Renewed You in 2022 series. And so we are moving along in that construction phase and we are on to our physical well-being. So this is part one. This is going to be a four-part um, kind of series talking about our physical well-being. So this is just going to be kind of an intro. And so we're going to talk about three things to focus on. So before I really get too much started, I just want to give a quick refresh to you if you've been coming along and been with me each week and a brief introduction to anybody new. Every Wednesday, I add a new episode in the Build a Renewed You in 2022 series where I take you through the process of building a new you as I would take you through building a new home. And I know that might sound a little bit awkward if you're new, but my background is in new home sales and throughout my career of selling 500 plus homes, I learned the experience is actually very similar um, building building a new home and building a renewed you. So I designed this course, which is my signature life coaching program. It's just build a renewed you. And uh, but I'm putting it out there in this format on my podcast free to my listeners, because I do believe in trying to help women as many, you know, as possible, and whoever is wanting to listen and needs a little bit of inspiration inspiration. Each weekly episode will build on one another, but each one can stand alone too, offering personal development and self-discovery discovery type of inspiration and motivation. And hopefully uh, what you'll find is a lot of helpful tips. So um, first off, I, I, I tried getting through that little bit of an introduction without um, coughing. So <clears throat> I'm still suffering from allergies and it's raining today. It seems like every time I film or I record this um, podcast series, it's always raining. It's so funny. Um, but I guess that's just what April does. April showers bring May flowers and springtime in general. But ah, <coughs> oh, sorry about <coughs> a little bit of a cough. I have been taking allergy medication and the past couple nights I've been doing just a little bit off topic here, but I've been doing NyQuil because I wasn't sleeping. I, I really just get, it, it really just gets bad at night, just the coughing, um, probably from the laying down and the nasal drip and however, like all of the sinuses work. And it was really annoying me because I'd be really sluggish all day and tired and dragging. And I still am in the mornings when I wake up from the NyQuil because I usually take it. I don't like to go to bed until like 11-ish. So I'll take it around then and then, you know, let myself go to sleep. But I wake up at six. So, you know, it comes on a little bit quick. But anyway, let's just go ahead and dive right on in to our physical well-being, which it's funny that we're talking about, you know, my well-being in this topic. So over the next four weeks, um, we're going to be focusing on the, this next phase of construction and the renewed version of ourselves. So the physical structure of our well-being, and that is our physical wellness. Um, for the purpose of this program, I break out the three things to focus on when it comes to optimizing our, our physical wellness. Um, so those three things to focus on are fitness, nutrition, and sleep. Okay, to be in your most top notch condition, you really want to focus on your fitness, 
So your movement, it doesn't necessarily mean exercise or, I mean, it does mean exercise. You should exercise on a regular basis, but it needs to be more than just exercise. It means movement. Uh, it means moving your body. If you're in a job where you sit a lot or in the car a lot or you're at your computer a lot or things like that, you're, you're the way that you sit and your, I mean, just the way that your muscles are, uh, you know, they're going to get used to being in that position. And then you're going to start to find that you're get kinks and stuff um, and knotted up and kind of always feeling a little bit What's the word I'm looking for? Sorry, my dog's barking and it's really annoying me. Um, I hope you guys can't hear him barking, but it's really annoying. Um, but stagnant in those positions and you'll find, and, and sometimes you're going to incorporate other muscles um, because those muscles become shortened and not using them the way that you should be. So then it can, it's just a whole series of problems. It can just kind of like spiral out of control for your body. And that's when I feel like we start to kind of feel aged, like, Oh, my God, I can't move. Oh, it takes me longer to, you know, do the things that I could normally do quicker. It's because you need to stretch the muscles, you need to move them, you need to move them kind of in the opposite direction. Um, Once you start stretching, and I love yoga, of course, um, but any of anything that you're doing to kind of counteract the normal positions, if you're sitting a lot, you obviously want to stretch your hip flexors, stretch your hip area, you know, have some movement where you're kind of moving around and moving those muscles, you know, kind of fluid. If, if you're thinking of like a pendulum strength swing, you don't always want the, the pendulum will always never be in the one single position. So you want to kind of swing it in the other direction. So it can just settle and rest right where it should. Um, I hope that's a decent explanation. I'm sitting here talking with my hands and everything. And so you can see me. That's how I actually do a lot of my talking is with my hands. But I think you get the gist. And also, like, if you're sitting hunched over at the computer, move your shoulders, you know, move them around, stretch them backwards, you know, like use your back muscles to pull your shoulder muscles back and just get a good, nice stretch on your shoulders, you know, do some shoulder rolls. Um, you know, your body is meant to be moved, you need to move it um, in, in, in not just keep it in the same old, you know, stationary positions um, that you're in most of the day and most of the time. And so that's why movement is just so important. So that's kind of fitness. And you should also your cardiovascular system, you should be doing some cardio, working that heart, working your oxygen system, uh, all of that. Then of course, nutrition. So what you're putting into your mouth, um, how well you're eating. Um, There's so many things on this topic that I am even still learning and understanding. And it's huge. What we eat is so important to everything that we do um, with our, as far as the anatomy of our bodies and how our, our the makeup of our bodies is. And it goes just so much beyond than calories and sugar and fat and all of that stuff. Um, food is literally like putting gas in your car. It is it is what gives you the energy. It's what makes you operate. Um, it can sit, you know, food can, if you're not eating the right kinds of foods, it can actually just sit in your, in your stomach. And it's just, or in your, it's just, there's so many different things. So we'll get, we'll dive into that when we're talking nutrition. And then of course, sleep, sleep is huge. A lot of people factor out sleep. 
a lot of people try and limit their sleep. Like I even just said, I don't like to go to bed until like 11 and I get up at six. That's probably not the right enough amount of hours for me. I know it's not. And so because I enjoy having that nice quiet time in my bed at night when like everybody's asleep and I like to relax and, you know, it's kind of like my time. I like to keep that going as long as possible. So I don't just like to go to bed at like nine o'clock because then I'm just up doing stuff already the next morning. But I, but I really need to focus on that sleep factor um, more. I mean, seven hours is, I can function on seven hours, but it's probably not optimal sleep for myself. Um, and there is something that I do want to make aware of in this whole department about our physical well-being, and that is check-ins with our doctor. Those are huge and important. If you feel something is not right, get it checked out. If you feel there's bumps or flutters or abnormalities, smells, uh, I know that's gross, but anything you sense is not being normal for your body to get it checked out. You know, even if you just do it at your regular check-in with your doctor, um, if it's something that, you know, I noticed this bump or I noticed, you know, this or that, um, make sure you're, you're letting your doctor know about it. I know in my doctor visits, I'm always like, um, gosh, I wish I was a doctor because I would know, you know, like, because I get anxiety about things like, oh, you know, like if I had a bump, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm dying, you know, this. But, um, but it'd be nice to, you know, be a doctor and be like, oh, no, that's normal, or that's this, or that's that, or whatever. And he's like, Laura, trust me, if you were a doctor, you, your anxiety gets worse. And it, it really made me believe that because you know, everything out there that could be a possibility of what's wrong, uh, or what could go wrong. And, um, and so that's why I just love the whole thing of gratitude and just feeling blessed for the health that I am given, you know, that I, that I can, you know, go to the bathroom without having, you know, like every day I always think about this, like in the mornings and I know it's so weird and I can't even believe I'm saying it out loud. But one time somebody mentioned this to me and I just never forget it. It's to, you know, that my kidneys are working for me, that I can like go to the bath. I can pee every morning basically with ease. I mean, a lot of people can't, you know, and, um, it's a functionality that has to happen every day. And I'm just so glad that my body works for me to be able to do that. Um, I can't believe I said that out loud, but one time somebody said that to me as something to be grateful for, and I just never forgot it. And so now every time I go to the bathroom, just about not every single time, but I do think about that because there might be a day someday where I'm like, oh my God, it hurts. Or, you know, like, you know, I can't pee or it burns or, you know, like it's discolored or whatever, you know, they're those things. So I'm just very thankful for my kidneys to, you know, be able to cleanse everything out of my body properly and allow that part of my body to work. So that's just kind of an example. But if all of a sudden that wasn't right, and actually at my last doctor appointment with my blood work, I do have starting to have like uh, kidney disease. And it's not like, it's like literally like it goes from a scale of let's say one to a hundred and like once I'm at an 89. So once you go from like a 90 to an 89, you're just at like barely like level one. I think I have the levels right. But anyway, it's just like just kicked it down a notch. And so my doctor said, it's just something that we need to just be cautious of. He said, but what it basically just means is you have 40 year old uh, kidneys, you know, like eventually my body is going to start to decline and it's just like the starting of it. So that even more made me like, oh, please, kidneys, kidneys, please just keep, you know, keep being good to me. Keep doing your job. Let me just keep giving you all of the, um, 
great gratitude I can to make you want to continue doing the work that you are there to do. So anyway, (laughs) but there are so many people out there that fear the doctor. They're fearful of finding out something they would rather not know, but you can actually save your life if you catch anything you have going on early. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to, um, talk about this over the next three weeks, because it's just kind of obvious way to keep yourself in the healthiest version of yourself. Um, Talk to your doctor during your yearly checkups about things that you have an intuition about, or, you know, ask the questions, you know, it's far better to be safe than sorry. And I know I do. I have definitely been putting off things because they're embarrassing to talk about, but I am only hurting myself by not going and talking about those things. So even I am going to listen to my own advice on this. And, um, and I mean, we all know what we have to do to stay healthy. We just have to make a commitment to ourselves to do it. And we have to make a commitment to ourselves to go to the doctor. And we have to make a commitment to ourselves to ask those questions, you know, and face the fear of finding out something because I mean, we're going to find out eventually anyway, don't you want to find out early enough that you can maybe do something about it if there is something wrong with you or, you know, something like I mentioned my dog, uh, his ear infection that he's been suffering with. And he had this a couple like years ago, and it cost us like several, like a couple thousand dollars to, you know, get it rectified because it's such it was such a resistant form of bacteria growing in his ears, the type of dog he is, he's a standard poodle. So the type of dog he is, a dog he is, and at his age, it's common. So when it started to happen again, <coughs> we were just kind of like, oh my God, going, there's nothing really they could do. So we just kept trying to clean it and doing all of this. And then it just got to the point that we just had to take him because it was like, you know, it's just, it was, you know, just trust me, we just had to take him. So we took him. And of course, he has had to go to a couple visits. We had to give him an antibiotic first and all of this stuff. But my whole point is then we had to get another culture that had to get sent off and all of this. But medicine, even in the veterinary medicine, has advanced so much in just a couple of years since he's had this happen before that now all he needs is a couple drops and it should clear it. So basically what I'm saying is, is if even based on a past experience, and something comes back that you know you already have, maybe medical science has advanced some and there's something new for you to try or something different that you can do um, or a different angle. Maybe it's a different doctor, a different opinion. So it's really important to make sure that we're doing that for ourselves. So let's take a second to make that commitment to ourselves now. So I just want you to close your eyes and just say, I am committed to being the healthiest version of myself and that means I need to ask those difficult, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> difficult questions. I need to go to the doctor. I need to face my fear and I need to be committed to, you know, getting my blood tests and, you know, being my own advocate for my own health and wellness. And even maybe finding the right doctor. I love my doctor. I will never go. I love my, that's just all another topic. I don't want to get off topic too much, which I know I have. So um, so over the next couple of weeks, we are going to talk more about fitness, nutrition and sleep. Okay, so that is like, this is just kind of like the overview of what we're going to be talking about this week. And then next week, we're going to dive into fitness, then we're going to dive into nutrition, and then we're going to dive into sleep. Okay, those are the things that make up our physical well being, which is the stage of stage of construction we are in, in building the renewed version of ourselves in 2022. <laughs> um, And as we learned in the emotional health, 
everything works together. So lacking, oh my goodness, sorry. (coughs) Everything works together. So lacking in certain areas, like in our emotional health, it can manifest physical ailments or problems. So it takes strategy and calling in other areas to keep us in a good state of physical health. So always, if there's something needing assistance in our physical health or in our emotional health or our spiritual health, we're going to have to balance all of that out throughout our whole body and our life and even call upon others, you know, that we might need support from. So I just want you to keep that in mind too. Because we aren't all born with or blessed with, I should say, good health. Um, And just like when someone is deaf or blind, when one of our senses is lacking, another one could may become stronger. So usually when we are suffering from an illness or an ailment of some kind, we need to call upon or find strength and support from our emotional health or our faith our faith and spiritual health, um, our social health by leaning on friends and family to be there for support. You know, we might need to lean on our financial support where we're, we're going to need extra money or have savings because we're going to have to have a procedure or something like it, it calls upon like so many different areas of, in our life. And that's why understanding all the different areas and making sure that they're strong and, you know, where they need to be that, you know, they're going to be there for us when <coughs> we need it. So um, I love that the physical health portion of the construction process of building a renewed version of ourselves because I love fitness. Like I am so crazy in love with fitness. I love, and of course, also I love to eat. <laughs> Hello, who doesn't love to eat? And I also love to sleep. Um, if any of my family is listening to me right now, they will laugh at that, that I, yes, I love to sleep. I have always loved my sleep. Um, a lot of people don't know about me is that I used to, oh, I, I, that I used to be a sleep technician, meaning that I worked in a sleep lab. I worked in a sleep lab for a little over a year and a half performing sleep studies on people. So I did this while I was still working during a down real estate market. Um, So I was considering shifting my sales focus from real estate to durable durable medical equipment. So I was going to try selling CPAP machines, you know, in the case of the sleep lab. So I did a whole podcast episode on this. It's episode number 14. So if you want to go back and listen to like what I learned as a sleep technician, I think it's what I titled it. You can go back and listen to that. But um so I got into that though, because it's the line of work that my ex-husband is in and he calls himself a sleep therapist. But, um, I also have an episode with him on too, where he gives some advice on how to get good quality sleep. And that's episode 19. So he was in that line of work and we were in a down, we were married and we were in a, and had two little kids and uh, at the time, and, um, we're going through a down real estate market. So he said, you know, why don't you sell durable, durable medical equipment? And so I had to um, actually do the job for 18 months. And I had to be certified as a respiratory, um, respiratory, pul- wait, oh, registered. Oh, my God. Now it's RPSGT. I forget what it stands for. Oh, my God. Well, a registered polysomnographic, te- polysomnographic technologist or technician. That's what that means. It's an RPSGT registration and uh, where you administer, um, where you do the sleep studies and things like that. So anyway, so I do have a lot of background. I had so many patients during that year and a half with so many different stories. And so I will dive more into that when we talk about when I talk about sleep. Um, 
But because of my obsession with exercise, I also became a certified personal trainer with NASM, which is the National Association of Sports Medicine. And I did that about five years ago. And I did it because I wanted to understand how the body works and how to work the body in a healthy way. So I have enjoyed that. And I'm actually up for renewal this July. So I have to get on my continuing education. And I enjoy the continuing education. It's always like really cool new stuff that I'm learning. And, um, and I love it. So, um, so I'm going to put give you guys a lot of uh, tips and stuff like that with my uh, personal training certification and things that I've learned and how the body works. And, um, you know, I'm not a doctor or anything like that. And it's no by by no means like medical advice. I'm just sharing things that I have done that work for me that you can kind of question and maybe incorporate and see if they work for you. So I definitely want to put that out there. I'm not a doctor. Um, but I do have a lot of experience. And I just love working out. I love the body. I, I just love understanding how it all works together. Um, and of course, I also got my yoga certification because I like that kind of mind body spirit connection. And uh, that's another thing, you know, I can share in that fitness portion and just taking care of our bodies and things like that. Um now, unfortunately, I'm not a nutritionist, but I do love to eat. So out of the areas in physical wellness, um, food and nutrition is a weak spot for me. So we're all going to have weak spots in our, of course, we're even though we're building a renewed version of ourselves, it's not going to be perfect. Just as like no home is perfect, right? When you're building a new home, uh, there are imperfections, even in a brand new home. Just so we're going to have those little weak spots for me. It's nutrition. It's food. I like to eat. I like sweets. When I stress, I crave chocolate. <coughs> Excuse me. I crave chocolate. That's kind of like my thing. Um, and it's definitely my weakest link in the physical wellness realm of things. And that's why I've done so much research and all of that kind of stuff on this topic. Uh, because I really have to work on this in my own life structure. Because my struggles in this department, you know, I had to wrangle up some of the tips and advice given to me to other people. I mean, I'm going to wrangle that advice up to give to you is what I meant. And um, because I have done like lots of research on that. I've read lots of books. I've tried many different things. And I like the things that have worked for me and not the same things work for everybody. I mean, I know people who go vegan, like I can't go vegan or have completely given up all kinds of things. Um, and for me, that wouldn't be long lasting because I do like to eat. You know, I can give up alcohol for 30 days, but I'm not going to give it up forever. I don't have an issue with alcohol. So like people like to rule that out because of the calories or the whatever in it. Um, but I am cautious of those things. So anyway, um, I'm going to share some personal experiences that I have during that portion of our conversation in this podcast. So tune in to that, especially if you are struggling with this too, because I'll offer some tips of things that I've tried, what's worked for me and give some inspiration and support to you too. Because like I said, we all have weaknesses, you know, your weakness might be in the fitness, you know, area where you don't like to exercise or you don't like movement or, you know, yours might be in the sleep because you're kind of like me. You want to have that free time where you, you know, want to stay up longer um, or you aren't getting good quality sleep like you should. Because, I mean, that's the reason why they have CPAP machines. If you're having any kind of respiratory issues at night um, or it also could be psychological, like maybe you just need to incorporate a um, 
a nighttime routine that's going to get you better sleep. Um, you can take like some um, medical yeah, sleep aids if, you know, if your doctor suggests that that's okay for you. Um, that, you know, I have found that those help sometimes. Like I told you, I've been taking NyQuil the last two nights because I just can't get rid of this cough, um, which I have now, but it's mostly during the night. And it's all related to allergies. Out the pollen here and the weather changes is just crazy right now. So that's it today. It's meant to be shorter. It's been 25 minutes. But this is just an overview of the physical well-being in our overall, how it fits into the overall renewed version of ourselves. So this is the focus for this entire month. So we have three more weeks to dive into this one, unless we need to take it further. Um, and, and you know, maybe fitness needs to be longer than, uh, you know, one episode. So I don't know, we'll wait until we get there. But also next week, I'm going on vacation. Uh, well, it's not really vacation. Well, I guess it is vacation. So a couple times a year, my family and I, we go to this place called the Homestead. It's in the mountains of Virginia. And um, and I love it. And so my sister and her kids go. And luckily, my parents are able to go. Um, you know, I mentioned it a couple times on here. I don't talk a lot about it because it's personal for my dad, but he has cancer right now and he's going through some different treatments right now. So luckily <coughs> we were unsure if he was going to be able to go, but they're going to be able to come now too. So that's fantastic. And, um, it'll be a nice time. So I will be, <laughs> unless I record this in advance, um, I'll be recording from there and that'll be nice. So maybe there'll be, um, you know, a cool story or something. Um, that I would be able to share with you. Um, but if you want to see anything, I'll share my stories uh, on my Instagram at the health huntress. If you just kind of want to see like the vibe of the homestead, it's a really nice place. And so I'll be posting with Ashley, Ashley will be there too. If you guys listen to the Tuesday talks with Ashley, she's my niece and she'll be there. So that'll be cool. Um, as always, thank you guys for being here. If you honestly, if you have anything that you're struggling with or any problems that you need help to work through, I can maybe help you. So reach out to me. My email address is Laura at the And let's discuss a little bit further. Maybe, um, you know, sometimes it's repair work. You just have like a little problem that you just need some guidance on. Um, you know, you need to find some clarity in your life, uh, you know, so helping to kind of shed a lot of any cluttered thoughts or emotions or, you know, any weight that you're carrying that's holding you back from any kind of maybe a life change or, you know, some limiting beliefs or anything like that. That's kind of what I do in my life coaching. So um, that's it. I mean, I will see you guys or be talking to you guys in the Build a Renewed You in 2022 series next Wednesday, right here on the Empowering Women Across Generations podcast. Thank you guys. I appreciate every single one of you that listens. I'd love some feedback too, if anybody has any. Um, like I said, I'm getting better. It's getting, I'm getting new. I'm, I have some um, new things. We also have a new Instagram page. It's called Empowering Women, the podcast. I'd love your support if you'd follow that. And that's it. So you guys go about your business. Have a good day. Um, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.